I got my eggnog. Do you have? Oh, you have just booze. Ho, ho, ho. I've got the holiday spirit. Merry you know, you're, Christmas. You're, you're so full of it, and by it I mean the holiday spirit. I, j- I just have a glass of Justin wine. We're getting more eggnog delivered, so by uh, yeah. our next little Christmas, uh, Here, you, you can have shindig. my sauce. Getting it delivered. Ec- we'll have. Bless you. Actually, I'm sneezing in the beginning of the podcast. <laughs> no, this is a good. Uh, this sets a good precedent for Spike, us. Spike, do you work tomorrow? Uh, yes, I work in the morning. Great, you can bring back some eggnog tomorrow. Oh, I always answer questions. <laughs> no, you, what you don't want to order it and pay an extra fifteen bucks for a thing of eggnog? No. No, oh, well, that's that's I'd reason. Not. But eggnog. That's very nog from made from eggs. That is incredibly reasonable. Okay, our, our next podcast will be like a history of the eggnog. Oh yeah, so we're we're done. This is this is the episode right here. Okay, let's let's wrap it up. Here we go. Crap, I, I I'm I'm on a different setting. Hang on, what's going on? Why can't wrap, I? Let's wrap it up. Uh, that's because you're not supposed to do it. So the computer is oh, telling you no, no. There we go. No, I, I found it. No, I didn't find it. Hang on. Oh, there's the button. We're, we I can edit this out. Okay, the, there we go. The joke life bar is going down. There we go. There we go. So we've we've covered everything we want to cover. And I really feel like this was a good podcast. You know. We... No. Okay. You know. You what? know. Even if you cut, <laughs> even if you cut this out on on the audio that gets pushed out, uh, I think we'll probably keep this in the video portion of just you fumbling with that. Yeah. I, okay. Look, this is a a different setup than no normal. Okay. What are we watching today? Scrooge. Which is what I feel by like by you guys. Kind of. Good. Every day of my life. Okay. I'm glad. Are you like, what kind of scrooging is it? Like, are you bent over? Just dry. Maybe you rubbed your thing in sand first. (laughs) I don't know. That old joke of like, it hurts me, but like it makes me feel good that it's hurting you. Yeah. That's called sadism. No, I I think that (laughs) he would would put it on the outside of the implement placed on top of his thing so that it's not actually affecting him. It's only affecting you. Like the worst French tickler ever. This is a Christmas podcast, by the way, everyone. (laughs) And we we are- Do you guys have any Christmas present ideas? Uh, yeah, booze. <laughs> talking about the, talking to the audience. Oh, no, yeah. we've said all that. Send us booze. I need it. So we're watching the 1988 classic with Bill Murray, Scrooged. Shall we? Oh yeah, here you you cue do the trailer. Yeah, cue the trailer. And we're just gonna talk Seven over this. Seven o'clock. Psycho sees Santa's workshop. This is one of my favorite parts of the movie, honestly. Can stop them. In the night, the reindeer they somehow got the gun from Predator. You know, Lee Majors is one of those names that I hear a lot, but I don't yeah. know who the hell. He, he was the six million dollar. Uh, six million, six million dollar. I, I made that mistake when I was younger. Oh, it's Lee Majors playing Steve Austin. Oh, like he has, yeah, I love that he has a mirror just to to look at his face. Yeah, that's a bad angle. It's Christmas. Well, back then we didn't have selfies, so we know. We, we didn't know about that. He's a thoughtful boss. Slapstick, everybody. It's a Get the nurse. <laughs> generous brother. No, the, oh, oh, yeah, I uh, I approve of that, though. Uh, that violence. A shower curtain. Did you hear? I yeah. think you dropped something here. Oh, this is my... <laughs> Humanitarian. I can't get the antlers out of this little guy. We tried crazy. Wait, wait. Have you tried staples? Yeah, he is miserable. He's about to change. God, this is such an 80s showbiz take on the on this on the story. He's got like I like this guy, this corpse with super strength. Anyone who thinks he hates Christmas is wrong. And magic. I get I mean he's a ghost, so I guess he does have magic. That corpse is what I look like when I'm 
clearing out my closet. It's ghost <laughs> dust. Oh, that's how I look if I don't. I'm trying to think of a joke. That's how I look if I don't put lotion on my face. There we go. Boom. <laughs> well, that, that's another really funny part. It's just she just beats the hell out of him. She's very abusive. Oh yeah, that's great. Karen Allen. Fake death. Indiana Jones lady. That was, yeah. She should be uh, in the middle of a, a drinking contest. You know, I'm watching this, I'm like thinking, you know, all the old people in this are probably dead. Okay, Bill Murray's alive. No, but so is all, the old, all the old oh, people. All the old people, okay. Oh, yeah, they're, they're all dead. Okay. Bill Murray's not really old. Yeah, he's dead. <laughs> he's still maybe alive. Maybe. Possibly. All the, people, all the people who played the homeless people, they're all dead. Yeah. Wow, that is such a late 80s title. I know, it kind of looked like um, that, uh, what is it, The Life of... Oh, yeah, yeah, the, the Monty Python, yeah. Monty Python. Yeah, so, uh, okay, so I, I we all like this movie, right? This isn't like well, this isn't like the, the holiday vacation movie where it's like, eh, it had some spot. But then, no, this was actually a fun movie. You know, Scrooge might actually go down to be a classic. I think, I think it is. kind of considered a classic already. Oh, yeah, definitely. And, uh, well, because it's, it's from the 80s, so by, like, every, like, Anyone older than us, it's like, oh, this was a modern movie. And everyone younger than us is like, oh, that's like from the old times, right? <laughs> yeah. Did they have to like work a crank when they filmed? Yeah. Yeah, I guess we're getting to that age now, huh? Where we're kind of, dang, we're like in our 30s. Yeah, we're in our 30s, uh, mid-30s. Oh, shit, we gave it away. Oh, yeah, we're, we're not young. I'm not in my 30s, just FYI. Oh, snap. you To where like Gen Z kids like don't, they don't know things that we know now. Right. But all the things that we know... So, like, know, they're they just learning about Scrooge and stuff? Yeah, and all the things that we know, they don't really care about. <laughs> it's like, I'm, oh, I'm trying not to be one of those people who's like, what? You've never heard of Bill Murray's Scrooge? you never heard Based of... Based after the, the classic Char- was Charles Dickens <laughs> novel. Novel. It's like, okay, they probably know... A Christmas Carol? Yeah, it's like they probably know about Christmas Carol, but Scrooge is a whole different thing so i think the fact that scrooge is based after a christmas carol is going to help it uh, have legs legs and yeah. you know carry on through time all right well how about we start with a little bit like from the beginning like the the they, they have that that trailer that's like a trailer they're reviewing for the holiday season and that is like the most cliche like uh, we're gonna save christmas with guns and they're like terrorists at the north pole trying to i don't know kill christmas or something yeah. They were trying to murder Santa. Murder Santa. That was just an <laughs> example of kind of like the the television that his uh, channel puts out. Yeah, the, the cheap, schlocky BS. And then... <laughs> it's very, it's very like, what was it? It's like, it's very like um, 1980s Americana. Yeah. Like, it's like Santa is like happy that Lee Majors is there. He's like... Six million I'm, dollar man, Lee Majors. <laughs> <laughs> he's and not, he's like, I'm here to save... America or something is through like, Christmas or something. I'm here to save Christmas in America. <laughs> like, God bless you, son. It's like, uh, but I'm going to help. And they open up, and Santa's got an arsenal. <laughs> Santa's got guns. Oh man, that that, that was great. It's like, well, I'm going to fight too. Oh oh oh. Tis better to give death than receive. I I don't know. Yeah. Something he says not like that. This Santa is um, very First Amendment. This this Santa. Second. Oh. And uh, I guess and first. Yeah. Yeah, probably first, too. He, probably, <laughs> he gets to go around flying See, around I yelling. Know the, I know the uh, I think amendments. I, I know the Constitution I think we, really well. I think we know which of the three of us failed 
senior <laughs> government <laughs> class. <laughs> Civics was not yeah, the, the First Amendment, the right to <laughs> to own to a bear gun. arms. Yeah, <laughs> literally, like like from a from a bear. No one can ever get this confused. N- never. Oh god. So so then then they show <laughs> then they show like his um. Jeez. <laughs> They show like Bill Murray whips out like his. Cr- uh, I don't know like where he was like producing this uh this holiday season like promo, but like no one knew about it. And then it shows up and it's like death, terrorism, oh, yeah. natural. De- you know, they actually show a plane taking off and exploding. Yeah, he's trying to scare people into watching like, like his Christmas special. The lowest common denominator shit, where it's like, <laughs> oh yeah, no, watch this or else. It like, might be the last yeah. thing you see. It might save your life. Like somehow watching a Christmas carol will do that, I guess. I don't know. And then uh, do we want to give away what happens later? Well, I'll, I'll just say because I don't think we're going to bring it up later. Spoiler alert. Uh, a woman dies, gets a heart attack, yeah. and dies from that. And it makes front page news. It's like, yeah, it's okay. Put a, put a like, warning in front of it. It's like, this is the best awesome news. This is the best uh, marketing that we could have. Right? You can't buy this kind of publicity. It was Yeah. <laughs> It was it, you saw it coming a mile away, but still, it's it's fun to see it come to fruition. Like his uh, that part where like his assistant is ho- she's holding up like the newspaper and she's like she's showing it to him and he's like doesn't I don't think he even reads the headline. He's just like oh she's pretty yeah oh because, yeah she does <laughs> nice cans <laughs> because like you know she's obviously not pretty mm-hmm. and like he only wants to see pretty people and she's and she's right. like no 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 it's no like, no there's this, a there's a headline this person here. died <laughs> and he's like. This is wonderful. This is great. I mean, it's really where we really start to see a lot of the character, Frank Cross's characterization. Yeah. Where he is just completely intolerant of his inferiors disagreeing with him. So, you know, they kind of go around the room and... He, you know, he asks some of them, like, well, what are your thoughts? And the only person that speaks up is... Good, good old Bobcat. Bobcat Goldthwait. Uh, you, you can't show that. It looks like the Manson family reunion. That's a little bit better than mine. Yeah, that was actually pretty great. Yeah, yeah it, mine just, is, it was a little slow. Mine is yeah. like... I feel like he has to modulate, like, you'll talk real low, then go, yeah, so he, he gets fired, and his day just gets worse and worse, and on Christmas Eve. He's a really rough day. I mean, it's kind of like you think Frank Cross has a rough day, but Bobcat Goldthwait has, like, the roughest 24 to 48 hours of anyone in this entire film. So, yeah, well, he, he gets fired. I think his wife leads him. He tries to, to sell blood, but then the booze he gets with it gets snatched away. Yeah, or the booze, like a, a car comes, and then it, like, oh, runs, over a puddle, runs, runs over a puddle, and it splashes on him, and it soaks the bag yep. to where the booze falls also through the bottom of the bag. Smashes that poor man. And he yeah. gave blood, so that was going to hit him hard. And um, you know what? He didn't even get a chance to really drink that much of that booze, so he had to buy more booze to get as drunk as he was toward the end. Yes, with, so, no, <laughs> with no job, no job. And somehow he still managed to get his hands on a on a full length double barrel shotgun for his revenge later. Yeah, <laughs> like and get it through security. Like somehow he made it through downtown New York with well, a long gun. It was the eighties. <laughs> it was the eighties. It was basically no. the purge in in, in New York. Nineteen eighty eight. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I guess that's kind of there, around there, the crime was, wave. That was a rough time. So, so some some dude with a gun looking like he's going to go kill his boss was like, no, nah, that's a code three. We don't even bother with those. <laughs> um, I was going to say something else about that. 
Uh, go ahead. Okay. Um, but forgot. Okay, so l- skipping ahead, like he's under a lot of stress for the for his like uh, producing this Christmas um, special. Uh, cr- special. Oh. Okay. Um, go go go. He takes. If we're talking about um, Frank Cross, he takes pleasure and um, other people's pain. Oh yeah, he, he so lots like when, of shot in Florida. When he was firing him, he was like he was trying to see how long it would take him bef- before. Oh yeah, he, he was watching with the, the telescope. Pre- the premise, yeah, he's looking down, and he's watching the, like the security escort throw off. him. He's like, he's like, come on, come on. He's like, oh. Right at four o'clock, we got him Boom. off the front at four right. o'clock. And he's sitting there like, if I if I can't work late, it's like I can't work late. It's like if you don't work late, I can't work late. Oh yeah, to his assistant. Yes, and and, she, and how about we talk about her a little bit? Yeah, she has the 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 orphan with the. She has a son. It's played by Alfre Woodard, and her son is I mean mute For after mute after seeing his father die at one. Yeah, he's never spoken a word. Never spoken a word. Like, not a word and the ghost at of, all. And the ghost of Christmas future shows him, like, in an insane asylum. Because that's where you put mute people, apparently. <laughs> well, people you can't predict or control because you I don't guess. know anything about the inner workings of their minds. I guess. I but guess that's why you would do that. But, but they, don't, they don't establish him having, like, any sort of, like, other, like, violent... Ten- we know uh, way more about, like, mental health now just... Through osmosis. Mm-hmm. So if someone's just mute and this was made today, we'd say, why would they throw a mute person in a sense? It's like they they would show a little bit like, oh, he has some violent tendencies that are manifesting. Now. She's, they, they put him right next to uh, the girl from the craft. Oh, they do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's, I can fly. I can fly. What yeah. are you in for? It's like, I, I just don't talk. Wait, you're talking now. <laughs> oh, I can leave. Oh, you can leave. He said words. We're good. <laughs> I don't talk. So he, Frank Cross, um, ends up getting visited by some ghosts, it, starting what? with his old boss. Right. Um, who is just this, like, walking, crumbling. Zombie-looking thing. Corpse. He's like a dust war person. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Basically. Nice. It's good. <laughs> and. Uh, Basically, he's like a. All right. The presidential election. Yeah. Oh God. He. Yeah. He's. He's. He's all the candidates. Yeah. He's all the candidates. He, he's all the higher level government officials. Just old white men. He's Congress. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> boom. That's how Congress looks. Like. Biting political commentary. That's what you can expect here. Pow. I think everyone Pow. agrees on the. Yeah, they're all. Yeah. Just a all bunch of on, old. We all, we all agree on term limits, right? Old yeah, we rich do, yeah. white men. Old. Who. Who have. Gotten rich in government. Okay, wait, wait. No, no. We, we they got <laughs> old in government. And, okay, old and First rich. off. They got old. Yes. Okay, wait, wait, wait. We, Moving we, on. We are off the rails. But this is a corporate guy. This, this is, is a, a little bit guy. different. This is a corporate, <laughs> corporate guy. Yes, yeah, so he, he, he gives them the whole spiel, like, I should have been better with my life, yada, yada. You know the story. And he tells you, you're going to be visited by three ghosts. And this is where it departs is where he picks him up by his throat and pushes him through a window without breaking the window. Like so he's magic. got super strength and the ability to manipulate matter. Yeah, pretty much. And, and that's a really, you know what? That's Listen, maybe if, if all you have to be is kind of a dry-ass corpse, maybe that's worth the trade-off. Is is this where where Frank like falls back in his chair and he discovers that he was accidentally dialing his ex-girlfriend who calls him Lumpy? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and she's like... Played by the woman who was Marion in Indiana Jones, right? Yeah, so she plays much less of a badass in this. We'll talk. To, uh, let's talk about her a little bit. 
She's a lovely, lovely person who yes. helps out the homeless. The homeless. And, and, of him. And, yep. and literally still sees the positive and the good in this it's monster of a human being. <laughs> it's a literal monster. It's a great idea, a way to put him, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, like, I love the, go- like, uh, the Ghost Christmas future, again, as far as ludicrous things. Like, when he's visiting her at the homeless shelter and he, and, uh, and he's given like the business to like her assistants, and they are kind of a they are kind of incompetent. Like, just go to the hardware store, pick up some batteries. Come on, but like he's saying, like do yourself a favor, save yourself first, and then like it flashes ahead to her as a debutante, like a high oh, yeah. end, like For she sure. is like rich, and apparently the what led that is like like my friend told me, just save yourself, and now I'm rich. That's how that works. <laughs> because there's because there's there's. Hungry, poor children in the window, yeah. like oh, yeah. watching them eat a bunch of food, like just looking in. She's like, "Uh, made uh, garçon, uh, get these these urchins out of here." Yeah, like one line from an asshole made me uh, totally do a one eighty with my whole life perspective. So that's that's where I'm at with that. <laughs> I know. Um, so she shows up. She's like, "You called me. What did you? You know, I whatever." And sort of like a. A little bit of a rekindling, sort of reconnecting, um, and kind of a nice moment a little bit that is then changed by him, by Frank telling the, like, brand new on his first day at the job, older gentleman to staple antlers to the little mouse. Yeah, and this is where you really find out. This guy is, like, bankrupt on now every level. Yeah, he's just, he's horrible. But it, I, we do get some good slapstick, and I approve of it, like the uh, the the censor for, like, um, standards and practices. Oh, yeah. Every time she gets, like, an accidental beating, I'm like, you know what? No, I approve of that. <laughs> she's, like, uh, she's kind of like Super Dave Osborne in this. Oh, she yeah. She gets beat up all the time. <laughs> Every time she's just in some more bandages. <laughs> she's like Chevy Chase. From the Christmas vacation. She yes. just keeps getting beat up. Except yeah. in this one, there's actual consequences for it. It's not like <laughs> she's like, oh, well, I'm just going to go do some other stuff and get and then slide down a hill at light speed. <laughs> yeah, I know. See, we still don't know what happened to his ass. We do not. But also, um, no, uh, and remember, at the end, she uh, ends up, like, sexually assaulting that guy who's, like, um, horning in on uh, Bill Murray's territory, like, his, his job. Oh, yeah. She literally just, like, for some reason, she has massive head trauma. And, like, probably broken oh, ribs. Yeah. And then she, like, at the end, like, after the hostage situation that ensues, <laughs> she then mounts this guy who's tied up and then just starts just violating his face with her mouth. Yeah. But there was a mistletoe there. There was mistletoe, so it was legal. We know this. This is why I don't allow mistletoe in the house. Because <laughs> <laughs> someone can just grab it, hold it over themselves, and then start... You, you have you yeah you have sexually to, assaulting yes you. that's when like Christmas is a date people don't know Christmas is a dangerous time here remember when we had mistletoe <laughs> in this house a couple of years ago yeah oh, that was fun uh, I didn't take it full advantage of the mistletoe we well, yeah, you were you were a decent human being I was decent okay. anyway so, so let's, let's <laughs> talk about the ghost of Christmas the Christmas past so the f- yeah the past. first ghost is Christmas past a cabbie with elf ears so he's like a mm-hmm. god maybe a goblin maybe an elf. Who knows? But of course, he looks he's kind of like Benicio del Toro. He, yeah, he, he does. He is he the does. only and like and of course he's magic because he's the only cabbie I've ever seen who speaks English as a first language. So that's that's <laughs> the true unbelievable part of that one. Wow. Look, I just think we. I think at a certain point we shipped all of the cabbies that were native born over to other countries, and they gave us theirs. That's what I think happened. <laughs> 
Well, yeah, I guess I guess uh, I don't know. That's actually a joke from the critic. That's a good TV show, by the way. You ever saw the critic? That doesn't mean that it was a good joke. It was anyway. a great joke. No. So moving on. Oh, this is where we find out that de aging technology was not as good. It was terrible back in the eighties. Yeah. So it takes him back to nineteen sixty eight, his first holiday Christmas mm-hmm. party in the office, and it yep. was it was a swinging time. People were, women were like uh, xeroxing their their butts, their butts, getting into gifts. There's orgies happening. It was it was yeah it was a corporate party in the '60s. Of course, there was orgies in the, happening there. <laughs> the only, the way that they showed you that it was times past was they put a toupee on the back of Bill Murray's head. Yeah, he had a mullet. It's like this is not like a Ant Man. Like a di- what was who's the 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 guy the de Asian in Ant Man? Oh, uh, or, uh, oh, Douglas. Yeah, uh, Michael Douglas. Douglas. Michael yeah. Douglas. Yeah, or or um. Or um, Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. Or um, uh, Samuel L. Jackson. Like oh, Samuel L. Jackson. That was a good like, one. We like to think now, like oh, Captain those, Marvel. Yeah, those we're all sitting there, like oh, that looks awful. No, no, no. Let me tell you what looks awful is just slapping a wig on a guy and not doing anything <laughs> else to it. <laughs> well, his clothes were different. He, look, he's not wearing a suit anymore. He's got a mullet. He's got long yeah, hair. Yeah, got a turtleneck. Bada bing, bada boom. He's twenty years younger. Twenty years younger. Boom. They didn't even try with makeup. <laughs> with makeup. Like I think they, they like covered his face more with no, makeup. No, they really, they really didn't. Yeah, it was it was terrible. Uh, let's see. Um, so like they show him that in that sort of experience, but they take him back in the the cabbie Christmas past takes him back in time to when he was like what four at home with oh, his, yeah. his father, his his, <laughs> his pregnant mom and his dad. His dad, by the way, who was played by his own brother. Oh, really? One of the Murray brothers, yes. Um, there were four Murray brothers in this film, three of which were like actual named characters, um, and then the fourth of which was just like an ensemble. Um, but the guy that plays Earl Cross is Bill Murray's actual brother, hmm. played his dad. Interesting. So they kind of show this sort of awful relationship. Yeah, he gets him like for he comes home from the from the meat plant at like you know what ten and gives him oh is, did I get a red a action fee or whatever? It's like, a train. He asked for a train. for a train. train and he got like meat. He literally threw like four pounds <laughs> of veal, veal in front of his child. He's like that's veal. That's, that's a good cut, right? There. That's the worst. First of all, that's the worst kind of meat you could pot like morally speaking. Like, look, I love meat, <laughs> but even even veal is much too much for me. Yeah, it was a little. <laughs> Especially for like a four-year-old. I He's, guess morally, yeah. I mean, did he, didn't he basically say like, well, get a job if you want a choo-choo train or it's something like, like that? Seriously, you're like, yeah, four like, or 12 or something. He's like, he's, he's four. Oh, he's four. Literally four. You, know, that was you want one. things, kid? You got to work for it. <laughs> okay, like this, yeah, okay, you're confusing, I'm guessing, the 40s with like the 1910s maybe or maybe like the 1800s, the late 1800s. This is not that time where you give a, like a four-year-old a job. No. He's just he, Frank Cross's dad is just from a different. He's fr- he's he is the worst, but he's from a, a different time. A where, way different time where you know alcoholism was super okay and treating your family like shit was perfectly acceptable. Yeah, because they were your family. You own them. You right. can do whatever you want with your family. Yeah, <laughs> you're the man. Okay, so uh, but no, I own you. you no, I own you. <laughs> Oh, snap. <laughs> then we come on to Manic Pixie Abusive Ghost of Christmas Present. Yes, 
Carol Kane. Oh, she's great. She is an absolute joy. Uh, as she just walks oh. around, it's like, oh, punch. She's probably like four foot ten or something. Right. <laughs> and she looks oh, really small. Let's find out how tall Carol Kane is. And because wh- why this you do woman that. is n- someone that you just, you don't mess with. And, uh, while you do that, um, she takes her, takes uh, Bill to see his, um, his friends and family, his current friends and family. And he's like, okay, what was, they're doing that, the, the, the categories or something. Like, what was the boat that took the, the, them on the three hour tours? Like, uh, the, the trout's like, no, it's the minnow. And later on when he's on national TV having his big revelation, he says, oh, and brother, it was the minnow. And they just go like, oh, it's like, no, the correct reaction to that is how did he, he wasn't here. How did he know? Uh, oh God. <laughs> Carol Kane is five foot two. Wow, shorter than me. Nice. Yeah, so, you know, imagine this floating small person wearing a fairy costume with, like, a tutu beating the shit out of you with a freaking toaster. With a toaster, knocking yeah. him into other time. Her, oh, yeah. The very first con- physical contact she makes with, makes with him is by kicking him in the balls. Yep. She's uh, flying toward him, and then she kicks him in the balls. Right, in the balls. And uh, one of the, yeah, when she knocks him with the toaster, it knocks him into that like um, sewer where the one of the homeless people like decide to go because Bill Murray said something to him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like this guy has like incredible amounts of sway with people. Apparently, I know he just says one sentence and then it changes the course <laughs> of everyone's lives, their entire lives. Like it doesn't matter if you're a doctor currently doing heart surgery. If he comes in and says you wasted your life, he's like, well. <laughs> I guess this is their way of showing that your your words have, have, have impact have, have on people. And that guy froze to death that night, and he's sitting there, like, giving him hell, like, giving him the business. Like, you would be warm if you stayed there, you dumbass. Yeah. Well, it's he's starting to uh, care yeah. about people when it's thrown right in his face, and he has no other choice but to, I don't know, be with them. Right. Like, if he didn't have to be down there, he wouldn't care as much. Right, I, since he saw like a frozen person that he saw alive earlier, <laughs> right? It kind of like uh, started changing. Uh, I don't know. Some of the cogs started it, yeah, shifting the, in direct different. Usually, directions. he just sees like the very beginning of his torments. Like, oh, I'm I'm firing this guy, and there he is getting thrown out, and then he's done. Now it's like, oh, this is step two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or like when he sees the uh, the fact that he's. Um, the gifts that he gave out were like kind of his towels. Wor- oh yeah, he's like a bad idea. Towel, 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 and then like the the literally the worst gift. It was branded, so he didn't even have to buy. He just like got it from the stock room. But his uh, brother got a VCR, but that was on accident. Yeah. Well, it wasn't. It wasn't an accident, really. It was his because assistant. his assistant actually. By the way, that was the second character that we see who is played by a Murray brother. That's his actual younger brother. Oh, see, that's a whole family like affair. His legit brother. See, nepotism, it, it counts for something. Well, it's just, it's nice. Know, it's, 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 it's good. It, it provides an element of of ethos to the yeah, film. You have people that kind of sort of look like each other playing relatives. And if you're, you know, if you're Bill Murray, you know, if, if Bill Murray's your brother and he can't get, any, you get, can't get you into a uh, the family Christmas movie. Uh, well, then what, what, what can, what yeah, can seriously, you get you he, he probably, they probably like his mom said, look, honey, if you can't get your family into this, I, I, you're not invited it's to the next Christmas movie. Yeah. You're not invited to the next Christmas party. It's like, oh, I mean, how fine. bad do they want to get into Ghostbusters? Oh, and I would have killed to be in Ghostbusters. Other Even films? Ghostbusters 2. Actually, I wonder, but, nope. what if, what if they actually were? They were all the background characters. <laughs> 
Okay, well, why? No, his brother, his third brother was actually the Stay Puffed Marshmallow Man. What? <laughs> yeah, launched, launched his career as a stuntman. <laughs> so, no, um, and, the, and leading into, like, death, and uh, this one actually looks pretty legit, and it's got, like, a bunch of, like, trapped demon souls in his rib cage. His, his older brother, by the way, was also in Caddyshack, Ghostbusters 2. What? Groundhog Day. Oh. And I don't know if... Some of the Bill best Murray, Murray was films, in right? Razor's. I don't know if he was in Razor's Edge, but he was also in that. Dude, well, Just okay. FYI. Uh, Ghostbusters two, not the best, but also the other ones were pretty good. Let me tell you. Hey, those are fighting words to you. Are you gonna kick his ass? <laughs> not really. I mean, I like. Listen, I, I like Ghostbusters two for a. Uh, special different reason yeah like it's just more okay look we'll talk about that later maybe that'll be one of the ones but look long story short uh death is pretty cool and we've been talking about death that's where a lot some of that like uh, um uh comedy that's not really intentional comes in those are some of the like things he showed him his death and no one was there for him and like a the, oh, yeah. the kid and and his his ex so like we, we've talked about that and then he gets dumped back into the real world and bobcat goldthwaite is trying to murder him um, yeah. And we talked about, yeah, him, that, that, that giant shotgun. And then he just starts again. Now, uh, and this is the first time he just tries to molest somebody where he, that the molestation happens is mm-hmm. that he starts pulling up his shirt and blowing on his, on his belly. Oh yeah. Bill Murray <laughs> gives Bobcat Goldthwait raspberries. He got it from his assistant's family. His assistant's family was all into oh, raspberries yeah. for some reason. It's one of those weird family things where it's like, you know, like my mom liked to pop our toes. Yeah, like you, you, ever, you can, like you pop your fingers, you can pop your toes. So she like if yeah, you, yeah, if you're on the couch stretched out and your feet are out, she'd be like she pick up your toe and like pop up. There's one pop. That's this, okay. This is when I was a kid, not like a week ago. Okay, <laughs> I wasn't thirty at the time. You know, you know when you go back home over uh, Christmas, I'm I'm gonna ask when you come back if your mom popped your toes. I'm gonna get her to do it. I'm gonna recapture on the podcast. <laughs> Can you actually record this? <laughs> record it. Is this recording? <laughs> so, well, this is all recording, but uh, but that I will record. Please. What am I doing with my life? Please. Okay, so th- through the <laughs> through the power of, of fondling, he gets Bobcat Goldthwait to to help him do a, a terrorism. You, have you ever raspberried someone who's trying to kill you? It's it's a I'm, crazy feeling. It's I'll very pass. disarming to well, the person yeah, trying ever, to kill you. You ever see those videos where the guy tries to start a fight and then they, they they're about to go, then he whips off his pants and everyone's like, Nope. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that. So I guess you know I've what, never maybe, seen that. That's a I've great one because he gets up there, he's a buff dude, he's like, We want to go, let's go, come on. And, they, and they're like, Okay, I'm a dude, let's go. And then he rips off his pants, he's wearing a thong. And he starts dancing. He starts like getting up to it, like no and they just run. Every it, it's like a total like <sighs> turn that they're not ready for. Americans fear of I, listen I don't want I don't want to get like different. molested you're ready to fight a dude listen your energy is going towards violence and then suddenly there's a penis coming at you and you're like uh, violence plus penis equals something that's worse than a fight so now you now you run men men so f- American <laughs> men fear intimacy with other men first it's, it's fight then it's flight I'm not afraid of the intimacy I'm afraid of catching the gay <laughs> that's that's what it is it's I was taught that it's uh, something you can catch. That that's what the guy with the Bible said when he was hitting me with it. So that's that's um. Wow. Well, and you should listen to that guy. Yeah, you that guy. He he's, he seemed authoritative, right? I, I I would just like to hear more about him hitting you with a Bible. Can we get more of that? <laughs> okay. Story. It, it had like a silver cross, like a metal one, put on it. So like when he whacked you with it right, it would leave an imprint. 
Mm-hmm. And every every like quarter, I have to go in and get re-upped. So, you know, listen. And Can he, we go with you when that happens? Oh yeah, sure, sure. He he encourages viewings and like, look, he he may be in his eighties now, but he's still got a good grip on that book, and he just like, he'll give you a walloping. He um, has that, not not lost a step. That would also be a great addition to uh, some podcast material. And every now and then, his other hand, his finger goes up your butt. So it's uh, wow. it's a whole thing. Okay, so full circle. Oh yeah, and this, this that shotgun had a hell of a spread for like a, a double barrel full length shotgun. Like he shot it, and normally at that range, it'd be about the size of your fist is the hole you'd make. But he blew up like an area like the size of I don't know like something you'd serve like Thanksgiving dinner on. Mm-hmm. So that 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 was cool. That's just that's your gun talk for the day, right there. Oh thanks. Here you can empty that out. There's a huge what? pile of yellow. Okay, look, some of that is your trash. Papers over there. No, look, look at all those yellow papers. There's it's like so Scrooge. many. Okay, I'll of get them. like Scrooge McDuck. I'll, I'll get the yellow papers. You get the pizza box. Instead of gold coins, it's yellow. It's, papers. I'm gonna dive into it one day. Yeah, and I'm like, coins should be able to swim in it. Okay, uh, it's like it doesn't work. I can't swim through it. It's not fluid. <laughs> it's not fluid. I'm it's just paper. drowning. <laughs> okay, so he he takes like the whole like studio hostage. He, he he pontificates the meaning of Christmas at them, and the ghosts are up in the the setting, like celebrating his, this one guy's like turnaround. I guess this was worth you know the power of God for some reason. He literally stopped the entire production, like and got on TV, and the producer and his wife were at home watching it. And he's like, basically, like I'm gonna fire this guy. He's not. He's gonna be out of a job tomorrow. He blah, turns blah, blah, around blah. too. Well, at yeah, the because then then he realizes the ratings are going up. And the stuff. ratings are yep. crazy. Like I, I I base all of my decisions only on ratings. He's getting f- a promotion now. Like, I mean, technically, he has committed several felonies, but uh, we can get work around that. That's only if everyone uh, everyone has decides to press charges. To keep their mouths. I I think there are some <laughs> crimes you don't need people to press charges. The state will take care of that. So when when you're like, a party to Bobcat Goldthwait bringing a shotgun into a record into a recording studio and and holding several people hostage, all the hostages. Yeah, the, like, there were literal. You hostages. know, we're all gonna drop charges for Christmas spirit. Damaging you know, Christmas. property, like he literally blew up almost like an entire floor. Like, of that build, hey, of the that the guy that got kidnapped in a uh, Christmas vacation dropped charges. You know, you're absolutely right. You True. Know, and there's also like, a little little known fact: um, the court system during Christmas time there is a provision, a holiday spirit. It, it, you look it up; it's in most states. It's very lenient if the crime uh, has, has something to do with holiday and spirit. L- learning a lesson. Yeah, that they will drop all. They'll charges. drop all charges. So commit a crime as long as it's uh, in line with you learning about the true meaning of or Christmas. You're teaching someone about the or true she, meaning yes. of Christmas. So if you have to beat up a dude in the street, just be sure to yell, "The meaning of Christmas is friendship and goodwill towards men." And the cops will be like, well, Wait, we you know, can't. it is December 25th. We do have the provision that yeah, allows like, us. And to. even if they bring you in, the judge will be like, well, did this happen on Christmas Eve? It's like, oh, case dismissed. He's like, I'm not going to be some fucking Scrooge. <laughs> yeah, listen, dude. Do what I do you think I am? I, I cannot be visited by those damn ghosts again. Okay. <laughs> I'm not a cross. Not again. <laughs> and yeah, so, and and, um, and he gets to get back together with his with his lady, and apparently that relationship lasted, I'm guessing, another two years before they realized, oh, we weren't good for each other to begin with. <laughs> even with my new, even with my new like found sense of like Christmas will that's translating to the rest of the year. Uh, honestly, you're kind of annoying, honey. 
Yeah. The movies always end with a happily ever after, huh? Yeah, but realistically... But, uh, you know, what happens after... What's Scrooge 2? What's their life like after this? You know, who knows? Right? It's like, well, listen, I like that you help people, but, like, we have no money. You're helping people, <laughs> like, a, like, maybe a little too much. And, but yeah. he still has that manic energy. Yeah. It's like, it's been a year and a half, honey. Can you, like, calm down? Like, no! I'm just so full of the Christmas spirit! <laughs> Oh, almost lost my antlers there. And you see this guy? I love this guy over there. It's just some dude walking. Yeah, it's like, give me some money to give to him. It's like, I, I have a job. Like, no, where's the money? It's like, this is our last $10. <laughs> I'm so hungry. You promised me food. It's like, no, here. Like, oh, okay, thanks. I don't need this at all, but thank you. Okay, so there. I, do we have anything else we want to we wanna say about this movie? Um... Probably not. I mean, it's a classic. It yes, it's, it's a it's a holiday kinda, film. You know, you've got Bill Murray, Bill Murraying it up. Yeah, you know, it's kind of hard. It's one of his uh, one of his most memorable films in my mm-hmm. my view. Oh yeah, like that. Yeah, this is like yeah, it's not like the top one because normally you're thinking Ghostbusters or Caddyshack or something like Groundhog Day. But this is in, this is in the top five. Whoa, uh, my my list of Bill Murray goes from Ghostbusters. To Scrooged. Oh, please. <laughs> Caddyshack is above nah. Scrooged. What are you, you are high. I would like whatever you're inviting. That, and after that is Space Jam. Space. He's not even that big. You know what? No, no, no. You are wrong. If you want to have her opinion. No, no. If you want to know when an opinion is wrong, you've just seen it. No. <laughs> Objectively. No. We'll, we'll, let's watch Caddyshack for our summer movies. Oh, that'd uh, be great. Summer, yeah, summertime. Look forward to that in several months. <laughs> but for now, we're going to uh, let you get back to whatever Christmas shopping or whatever you were doing. Whatever you were... Hey. You're, uh, maybe you're on the way like to like buy something on Black Friday. We don't know. We don't know. And look, guys. Consumerism. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Happy holidays. Happy holidays.